Hello and welcome to the first ever There Was an Idea Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast movie draft. I am joined by longtime friends of the podcast, Trey and Jude, hosts of the wonderful show MCU Need to Know. And we are trying something new today, a game of sorts. We are going to be drafting the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But first, Trey and Jude, how you doing? Uh, doing well, doing very well. Yeah, it's so exciting to be here. This has been, I'm not going to lie, when you pitched this, this is all I've been thinking about is how fun this is going to be. <laughs> I can tell that you're going to get very into it, Trey. And I, I think if you don't get the movies that you want, I'm, I'm a little worried. You're, I think you've got that strategy brain going on. I may not be the, the greatest at strategy, but I'm very flattered that you get that impression. <laughs> <laughs> Just that you've been thinking about it all along. I'm like, oh man, I ha maybe I have to rethink my own approach to this. <laughs> You know what? I think I've been thinking more about what the two of you would probably pick first than my own. <laughs> I know. I had that thought too. And that that's the, that, the trick to it is like you balance out. Are you going to prioritize filling your roster with what you want most? Or are you going to try to take things from other people? <laughs> <laughs> or are you going to just try and stack your team of movies to what you think the fans are going to enjoy? There's a lot of different ways that we could go here. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. And I'm also really curious of what's going to be last picked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think we can all look to Loki for great advice when he said, sometimes you have to expect the expected because that's when you can do your best work. <laughs> I like it. Well, speaking of, uh, we haven't, well, we communicate through social media and through texting and things like that. And it, it's great to have you guys kind of in this circle of, you know, for me, it's it's been just about a year of doing this, doing this podcast and meeting the two of you through this and, and developing this collaborative rapport with you has been really special and really fun. And so it's always fun to communicate with you about what's going on in the MCU. But we haven't done an episode together in a little bit. And I listen to to your podcasts on Loki each week. So I have some sense of how it's going for you guys and what you're liking and Maybe maybe I'll use the word what you're liking and what you're questioning about that show. Um, uh -huh. But why uh -huh. don't you tell listeners a little bit about what's new with the podcast and and how this most recent Disney Plus series has been going for you? So yeah, we've uh, we've been doing like re weekly reactions to Loki, and I think the thing that's been new since the last time we were here is outside of what we do in the podcast. Since the show is on Wednesdays now, it has given us like that much more time to prep for it. So mm -hmm. it's it's been a lot of fun just seeing how much more in-depth, for better or worse, the conversations have become, uh, especially with Loki itself, given the amount of rules they've been throwing at us this season. You know what? I, God, I find it interesting because as much as I, I love the first watch, because I feel like for some reason on this, ep this uh, series, more so than the other two, the the experience is just so fresh. I don't I I don't know why. I it just feels like I know nothing about it. <laughs> and at least with WandaVision, maybe it's because they had I thought about oh, what TV sitcom next and and those types of things. Right. And and so it's like what it and I and I have the think about those things or think about those things with Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they're taking the story. Um with outside of the pod, you know, and, and talking about a previous episode. I really go into an episode this time just kind of blank slate. Um, and that's been really fun. Yeah, I think that Loki 
has definitely been been different than the other two Disney Plus shows in a lot of ways. And I my sense is that I am enjoying it a little bit more than you guys are enjoying it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> it, it, could, it could be um, it could be just that some of what you're talking about on the podcast, because you have that time that that you're taking to kind of marinate on some of the questions that the show is presenting, it kind of gives you that time to think a little bit more about it and to question what the overall function and messages of of the show are. Yeah, I, I will say for me, uh, on each episode for initial watch, I'm like, well, the first episode, initial watch, I kind of had some reservations. And then I kind of bought in with the second episode. It's like, oh, this is great. And third episode... I enjoyed the first watch fourth episode. I enjoyed the first watch, but for me, when I go back to watch it and take notes and start to think about, okay, the episode and what is this episode trying to say? What is the the series telling me? And and again, I don't have to agree with it. Like I'm, I'm okay with that, but I, it's just, I'm not enjoying it from that standpoint as much as I did say WandaVision or Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, something I'm learning about myself that I really found out in Falcon and the Winter Soldier is one of the things that I'm struggling with with the podcast is when I think about what I want to talk about, it's harder to be like, oh, this was good. And then leave it at that, where it's a lot easier to to discuss the things like, hey, this isn't really you know, what was working for me. Mm. And I feel bad because it feels like weighted towards more negativity. So I've been trying to balance that out. Speaking about Loki specifically, I, I think I am enjoying this maybe a little bit more than than the other two shows. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it's, it's, it's interesting what ends up making the things I want to talk about when we actually go to record. So I've been trying to figure that out with all these new Disney Plus shows. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I was going to say, it's interesting. Trey and I will talk a lot uh, about this a lot, especially even before recording, where we spent, I think, 30 minutes, the last one, because we, we try to be very mindful of like, okay, who would come listen to an MCU podcast? They're, they they love the MCU, and, and we love the MCU, but we, we try to be super mindful about that and the things we record and talk about and, and trying to strike that balance. Um, I think the first time you were on with us, we talked about the, the whole idea of being critical of something yeah. because you love it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and so we, we have a lot of conversations off pod about <laughs> how to do that, you know, to the best of our ability. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and for what it's worth, you know, as a listener of your show and not just somebody who also communicates with you about this stuff um, off air, so to speak, but I think it comes through everything that you present in your, your reviews and your analysis is it comes off as very well thought out and that if you're taking a critical eye to it, you're taking a critical eye because you do care about it and care about the characters. And I think it's, it's absolutely enjoyable to listen to. And I shout you out all the time, but MCU need to know uh, is a fantastic podcast that I wholeheartedly recommend. And your approach is always so, so thoughtful. And even the way that you sort of uh, break up your, each episode of your podcast based on the different, topics that come up in each episode, I think is really well done. You know, here we are, we're talking about Loki and how Loki is going. And so it's important to note that we are recording this on July 6th. So we have two final episodes of Loki ahead of us. 
And we have not yet seen Black Widow, which is coming out in a couple of days. At the time when this episode is shared with listeners, it will be a little bit later on. But what are you guys thinking about Black Widow? You're excited? Are you going to go see it later this week? Uh, Friday morning, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. That's awesome. Friday evening for me, around 7.30 is when I'll be seeing it. And it's it's really, really exciting. Yes. What about you? When are, when are you going? Well, I mentioned this on a previous podcast episode. I did sign up for the AMC stubs. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I currently I have remember three that. time slots booked for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm not going to all three. There's one showing on Friday evening that I'm definitely going to because I will be going with my brother who does not live anywhere near me but is in town for this coming Mm -hmm. weekend, which is going to be great. So we're going to go together with our parents and that's going to be a lot of fun. So we're definitely going to that showing on Friday evening. I also have a couple of time slots booked out for Thursday night. I never quite understand how that works when it's a Friday release, but then they show it Thursday night. You know, right. Well, it's so interesting because they did the the midnight, right? And then it was just like, next thing you know, it's Thursday at like eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so I'm they, hoping I make it to one of those as well on Thursday night, but I'll I'll see. So, and then I'm gonna say Friday, you're gonna be on with us. Not Friday, Saturday. It's Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, and and I think we've mentioned it on various episodes or on social media, like. It's finally happening. This is the first time we interacted with each other was like, hey, we should do Black Widow together. And uh-huh. then it just kept getting pushed and pushed. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm, I was so glad when, when Jude, when you reached out and you were like, hey, Black Widow, it's finally here. Are you still down to do a reactions episode? Like, it's been almost a year of thinking about that. But um, yeah, it's finally here. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm so excited for this movie. And I, I guess we'll all have about 24 hours to kind of uh, process it before we do mm-hmm. Our initial reactions. Um, now, I will say, I am going to go ahead and buy the the early access as well. Yeah. I think I'm doing that too. Yeah. But I'm now genuinely curious with your AMC stubs. Are you still? Because I remember, I remember you mentioned you might do the same thing as well. Yeah i I have to think about it <laughs> <laughs> because I having this. Oh, yeah. It's $25 for the month and I can see three movies a week. So theoretically, mm-hmm. I could just keep going to see Black Widow. Mm-hmm. But- I'm really jealous of that service, <laughs> by the way. I've I've heard about it from like other podcasts that I listen to, but I don't have access to it where I live. So that's super cool that you get to go to it. I'm very excited. It's new for me, too, because I, I as I've mentioned before, I did just recently move. So the movie theater is you know, six to eight minutes away, depending on red lights. And it's just so convenient um, that it's right here. And it's something that I never had before. I always had to drive quite like quite a ways to get to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm it's really so nice when it. it's that close. I was about to say, that sounds like the ideal sale. <laughs> yeah. Three movies a month for and six to seven minutes away is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's three movies a week that you can go to. <gasps> For, oh, for this 20, got even better. Yeah, for 25 <laughs> a month. So it's billed by month, but you can go to three a week. It's insane. Nobody can go to the movies that much. But <laughs> um, but if you just go see Black Widow like twice in one month, it makes it worth it. And that I'm feels asked. like a gauntlet you're willing to throw down. I know. <laughs> challenge maybe accepted. That's a challenge I could have could have done in college. I can't yeah. do it now. <laughs> Very true. But yeah, to your, to your question, I... I am still thinking about 
purchasing the access on Disney Plus because in addition to doing some initial reactions for for my podcast and for your podcast later on in July after spending some time with the movie I'm going to be doing more of a full length analysis episode and I have mm-hmm. a guest lined up for that who I'm excited about and part of me feels like well I kind of want to you know take notes and I might look a little goofy doing that in the movie theater so no 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 not at all <laughs> no, seriously seriously take your notes cuz I well, when I went to the Art Institute and had my film classes and same thing when, you know, we're the undergrad, yeah. we do that all the time. We take a notepad and pen and take notes in a movie. Cool. Completely normal. Yeah, as long as it's on paper, I guess, and you're not shining any lights from a phone or a computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the movie and looking forward to speaking about the movies, I think is different than speaking about the shows. With the shows, Mm -hmm. there's so much... I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel almost pressure sometimes because it's that week-to-week, which is so exciting, but it's like knowing that this podcast episode that I'm putting out into the world is, even if it's not reaching that many people, it's part of the conversation in this week-to-week. And Mm -hmm. it's, Mm -hmm. like you said, Trey, like thinking about what are we going to talk about? And it's very different than, I think, taking some time with uh, with one of the movies and then looking back on it and reflecting on it uh, once some time has has passed. So it's just mm-hmm. a, it's just different. Mm-hmm. Especially because like, I know with the movies, it's the the conversations with other people that kind of help shape like the the overall feelings I land with with the movies. Mm-hmm. But like you said, with the the week turnaround on these episodes, it's like, even though we'll have conversations in between, it's a lot of times we've already gotten to recording before we've even had to gotten a chance to have those with other people. So yeah, I I totally feel that pressure. Yeah, absolutely. But speaking of the movies and and being able to take some time with the movies, we are going to be talking movies today. And I guess I'll, I'll provide a little bit of context as to how this idea for the movie draft came about. I was trying to think about some fun episodes that would differ a little bit in format to share with listeners after the run of Loki is over. And there's a film podcast that I enjoy a lot called The Big Picture, and they do movie drafts sometimes. And Mm -hmm. those are always really fun to listen to. And I've heard other podcasts do different types of drafts, but I hadn't personally heard any podcast specifically try out an MCU draft. So I figured uh, it'd be really fun to do. And of course, I approached the two of you with the idea because, as I said before, it's been really special to develop this this collaborative rapport with you and uh, to make this connection over this franchise that we love. And I think three people is going to be the perfect number of participants for this. And it feels very much like a coming together, a celebration of, um, you know, a year for me doing this podcast. I know it's been a little bit over a year for you guys and taking some time to look back on specifically the films of the MCU, what we like about them and, and looking ahead a little bit too. So I'm curious, do either of you have any experience with with fantasy drafting? Yes. <laughs> I used to be super into fantasy football. So this is an okay. itch I haven't scratched in a really long time. Cool. Yeah, I used to play a lot of fantasy football. I did a, a an auction draft league one time where you threw out a player and a and a price you're willing to pay off your salary cap, but then everybody had a chance to then auction for that player. And so there was a lot of strategy in that where you're throwing out players and prices that you didn't want 
trying to get other people to spend their salary cap on these players so you'd have money left over for years. So that, that I think was the most fun I ever had in a fantasy league. That's an added layer thinking about prices. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was yeah, I got super I stressed do. hearing about that. Yeah. <laughs> I always played the slimmed down version. I thought about it for a second if I was like, all right, if we only, we, we all have X number of dollars and there's this and that. But I, I figured for our first <laughs> go at it with this, we would stick to just the categories and choosing movies within within the categories. Although I think it would also be fun in the future to do a draft of um, characters. Ooh, yeah. Ooh that'd be and fun. A team that way. So I think that would be fun too. So I guess let's lay down the rules for the draft and explain what our categories are. And we will also post the categories with the lists of movies in each category on social media so that people can follow along if they'd like. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to use a random list generator online to establish our picking order. And I guess theoretically it would be best if we had... You had a fourth person do that, but you'll just to, <laughs> we, I trust you. Trust you. I trust you. I um, trust you as well. <laughs> so I'll do that in a minute and we'll go, you know, person A, person B, person C, and then person C again, person B, person A, and repeat it through that way. So the categories we're picking from are designated by year of release. So each category has three or four movies to choose from. And what could be seen as either a, a fun feature or a drawback of doing it this way is, of course, that in category years where there are only three movies to choose from, someone kind of gets stuck with what's left over. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. And uh, on your turn, you can pick from any category in any order you'd like. So, for example, we don't all have to do 2008 in a row. Uh, I think it's more fun for strategy if we can pick in any order we'd like. Uh, but by the end, you can only have one film in each category. So let's read through the list right now. Uh, we have 2008 slash 2010, Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, and Iron Man 2. For 2011 slash 2012, we have Thor, Captain America, The First Avenger, and The Avengers. For 2013 slash 2014, we have Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America the Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, in 2015-2016, we have Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America Civil War, and Doctor Strange. 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Thor Ragnarok. And in 2018, we have Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. And in 2019, we have Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Spider-Man Far From Home. And then finally, the last category that we will do is what, as of today's recording, are still the upcoming movies. So the 2021 releases, Black Widow, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, and Spider-Man No Way Home. And I figured that we wouldn't throw the series into this draft today because Loki mm -hmm. is still ongoing mm -hmm. and it seemed easier to just do movies only. Yeah. yeah. The upcoming 2021 movies is the most exciting to see where everybody lands. Like that was the one where I was stuck like, man, I wonder where they're going to go with that. 
Well, and I was going to say, it's great because none of us have seen any of these four, whereas at least in the shows, we've seen them. So this was, I like that you went this way. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I am on (laughs) random.org and I am going to enter the list items. I am going to enter them. Let's just say Jude, TK, Trey. Don't know if that will have any bearing on how they randomize it, but I'm clicking on randomize. All right, and here we go. Man, I don't know about this. So (laughs) there were three items in list. Here they are in random order. So picking first is actually going to be me, which I'm not sure I'm happy about. (laughs) Um, Picking second is going to be Trey, and picking third will be Jude. Yes. Well, like his person C, the second round, I get back-to-back picks. You get mm-hmm. back-to-back picks, yeah. So, All right. And then I guess I will, too, at, at a certain point. And, uh, yeah, Trey won't get back-to-back picks. So Right. So I'm, right. I'm glad. I'm happy with C. <laughs> How are you feeling, Trey, about picking second? Very happy I wasn't first. Was hoping for C. But I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll set up for B. <laughs> I do not envy you having to make the first pick because I was stuck on that for an absurdly long time. (laughs) No. So what we will do is we will make our picks. I think in some cases we're going to be ready with exactly what we want. In other cases, we might need a a minute to think about what we're doing here. I have the list in front of me, and I think what I'm going to do is kind of just check them off, like highlight them maybe by color or something as we go. And I'm buying time because I'm not sure what I'm going to pick first. (laughs) Um, All right. So I am going to pick first in the 2011, 2012 category, and I'm going to pick the Avengers. Nice. Nice. Is that because of being a Buffy fan and, (laughs) and being able to make all those connections to characters and Buffy characters? It might be part of it. I think <laughs> I don't want to show too much of my hand and strategy just yet. Okay. Okay. But That's fair. That's fair. I guess I'll say this. There are a couple of years on this list that there is absolutely one that I want more than others. And there are some other years where I kind of be okay with, with more than one option. And mm-hmm. okay. I okay. think um, the Avengers is my top two. It's, it's always consistently in like my top two to three of anything that MCU has ever put out. And it's a movie that I, I do care about very deeply and I'm very happy to have on my roster. So that's my first pick, the Avengers and Trey, you're up. All right. So with my first pick, um, I was really shocked after thinking about this for a long time. I was really shocked that this was the answer that I was going to go with if I landed in this position, but uh, I'm going to go with Iron Man. All right. As that, a as a Captain America fan, I do feel like I've betrayed my fanboyism a little bit, but <laughs> I got to go with this pick. That that feels strategic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, okay. So my first pick. Huh. Okay. So for my first pick, I'm gonna go. I am going to stick with the fanboyness. Okay. And I'm gonna take Spider Man Homecoming. With my first pick. Saw that coming, Jude. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. 
Man, right, that's okay. The 2017 category. All the right. 2017. Man, so with my next pick, ooh, this is difficult. I'm going to go with see see I I was eyeing Iron Man. And that's what <laughs> and that's what and that's what threw me off. Where are you now? Um, cuz I was completely expecting Trey to do, you know, the the fanboy thing. You have um, no idea how hard that was to break away. <laughs> You know, so I'm going to actually go with Incredible Hulk. Wow. All right. You know, Iron Man was the play, Trey. I I think that that was a really good move. (laughs) Uh And I I will say this, though, if I had to, if I had second pick in the 2008-2010 category, I would have gone with Iron Man 2 over the Incredible Hulk. So Wow. So it sounds like Jude and I kind of ended up with our second choice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) If anybody's heard our Iron Man 2 episode we did on our podcast, I don't think there's any any way we could select it in good faith. That might have been the first time we reconciled with our like, oh, are we being overly negative? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was a very enjoyable episode, though. I liked it. Thank you. (laughs) I, I, you know, Iron Man 2 is, it's entertaining. It's Mm -hmm. entertaining. It is. I think it gets better as more as more stuff refer back to it. So, and it brought us Don Cheadle, which I will forever be grateful for. Yes. 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 Introduction of Black Widow, which mm-hmm. feels yes. you know yes. big right now. And I, yeah. I think for me, what edges out Iron Man two maybe a little bit over the Incredible Hulk is not necessarily in, in quality of film or, or storytelling, but in the Incredible Hulk, like hashtag not my Hulk. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, yeah, okay, I get that. Because get that. because it, it it's not that Edward Norton is not a great performer, but because it's not Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner and Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, it feels just yeah. a little disconnected to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, and that's fair. I think we talked about that in one pod where it was. I. I'm with you on the hashtag not my Hulk. Uh, how, however, if you were to say pick one that wasn't going to be recast, Terrence Howard or Edward Norton, mm. I would rather Norton not be recast and go ahead and do the switch because I like Don Cheadle's take on Rhodey so much. So, man, that's I, I know we've talked about that before, but I'm still struggling with that and having to decide between that because I love Mark <laughs> Ruffalo so much. Yeah, it's tough. It's hard to think of. It's it's it is hard to think for me. It's hard to think of anybody else doing doing mm-hmm. Hulk after you're uh-huh. in Ruffalo, and then you realize, oh wait, somebody else did do Hulk. I mean, there have been <laughs> yes. many performers who've done Hulk over the years. Yes. But, um. All right. So that's our 2008-2010 category completed with Trey's Iron Man, Jude's Incredible Hulk, and me ending up with Iron Man two. So. We have now a that lot doesn't still open. just just I say real quick that doesn't take your draft pick there though does it? No, it won't take my pick. Okay. That's kind of just the default. Okay. Yeah, again, that's kind of the drawback of having a you know only three items in a category is that it's kind mm-hmm. of just uh, yeah. settled. Okay. But we will get back into our order. So Jude did his two t- his two picks. So now it is Trey's turn again with the second pick. And I'm really torn on this. But I am going to go ahead and, and give in to the fanboyism. I'm going Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I 
don't know. I've thought about it so much. Like I can't not have this movie on my list because <laughs> it's the one like I, I was super into the MCU from the beginning, but that was the one where it became like, I'm obsessed with this and I'm going to look up all the information. So that's that's why I got to go with Winter Soldier for this one. It's a good pick, Trey. <laughs> it is a good pick. It is a good pick. It's a very good pick. Yeah. Plus the Russo brothers, too. Like that's where we, no, there's so many yeah. great things about it. So much stuff there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I get two on this turn. So that's that's good for me because I'm very torn in looking at the categories <laughs> where we already have a couple picks and then looking at the categories where we don't have any picks and saying, oh, do I make a grab for what I want most out of those? It really is. You go into it thinking you have a strategy and then you kind of... <laughs> Somebody takes the one you want, and then everything goes out the window. <laughs> Somebody takes Iron Man and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> but, Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I always knew we had a lot of taste in common when it came to these movies, Trey. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's what I, because I know how much you enjoy Captain America as well. It's like, oh, this might, this might be a, a staff. <laughs> um, all right. So first, I'm gonna go. Guardians of the Galaxy in Ooh, nice. <laughs> 2013, 2014. And in that category, there are four films total. So you aren't stuck with one yet, Jude. You still have choice there uh, yes. for 2013, 2014. All right. So I took Guardians of the Galaxy. And then, all right. I don't know if this is the best strategy, but I'm going to look at 2017 and I'm going to take Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, okay. Nice. Great, great choice. Well, I tell you what, the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I, I went with Spider-Man Homecoming again, the fanboy in me, mm-hmm. but man, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was really tempting. How do you that's feel about really it, Trey? Because there, there's part of me that's like, man, 2017, there's no bad choice here. Right? Especially as we get into the later years, it's a lot harder to find the, the bad choice. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I think the first Guardians is a much more exciting film. But the second one is so much more pensive, and I think I like that aspect about it a lot more. So I'm I'm completely happy with having Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Cool. I went with Ragnarok over Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two just because Ragnarok is is one of my absolute favorite movies, and I mm-hmm. love Thor in it, love Loki in it, Valkyrie, Hela, the whole thing, just the the over the top campiness of it. Taika Waititi. Um, it, it's just it holds a special place for me, but. Yeah, 2017 is a stacked year, and all of those movies are really excellent. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's the second category that we have completed. Jude with Spider-Man Homecoming, me with Thor Ragnarok, and then Trey with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And Trey, it is your turn again. Man, there's so much pressure in these picks. (laughs) (laughs) I think with my pick... I'm going to go with 2018 Avengers Infinity War. And there was two options I could have gone with. I, I feel like with these Avengers movies, these last two ones, it's hard not to have one or the other. But man, the Infinity War is just like, it's so rewatchable and in such a great culmination. I know it's not the end, but it's just, it's so exciting not to have on my list. 
No, that's a good choice. Mm-hmm. That's good call. I was looking at 2018 thinking that's a that's just like 2017, a really tough year. And if you think about that, 2017, 2018, those six movies, God, how spoiled we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've been on such an impressive streak with, with these movies starting. I mean, I you could argue, like even back to Captain America Civil War onward, it's been incredible. Absolutely. So Jude, what's your what's your move? You have two now. Oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> torn. Hmm. So two left in 2018. God, 2011, 2012. Do I want to get stuck with what's left? <laughs> hmm. And which one is would that be? Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna actually go with Doctor Strange. All right. That's for a, my first pick. That's a little bit of an unexpected move. And I Doctor Strange is one of those that I just rewatched and rewatched and rewatched and just thoroughly enjoy. Um, it so yeah. So I if if I'm going to imagine this of like, hey, these are movies that I'm drafting. This is my collection, and it's something that I want to be able to rewatch again. I have to have Doctor Strange. I like it. That's very sound logic. Hopefully not revealing too much of what I was going for. That That is a little bit of a stab for me. I was really hoping I could snag him later, but that is a really, really good pick. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it before, like for the longest time, Doctor Strange was my all-time favorite for over Winter Soldier for a brief time because he's just such an interesting character. Okay. I am going to go out on a limb here and take Spider-Man No Way Home. Ooh. Ooh. That was a that was an exciting pick, Jude. <laughs> what what's your thought process there? You know what? Uh, just looking at those, I'm super excited for all of those. But if the rumors are true of what Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be, and I've been touting like, hey, the trailer's coming, the trailer's coming. At this point, I don't even know if I want to see a trailer. Let's just get to December and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, same thing. It's like this is probably going to be something that I'm going to want to see over and over again. Good pick. You got two two Spider-Mans on your roster. Maybe three if the rumors pan out. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's great. <laughs> All right. So it's back to you, Trey. Oh, okay. Um, I think with my next pick, I'm going to go with 2019 Spider-Man Far From Home. And <laughs> I really wanted a Spider-Man on on my my roster, and I think I genuinely do enjoy Far From Home the most out of the, the two standalones that we've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm perfectly happy having this one on uh, on my roster. It's a great movie. I love Mysterio as a villain. Yeah. Oh yeah, More yeah. Fast. They did they did so well with that villain. Mm-hmm. That and, and just the like I remember when whenever. In game came out, and for as incredible as that was, I left the theater thinking like, I don't know if I'll ever have an experience like this again. And it it wasn't like, oh, I was doubting Marvel from that point forward, but it was like, how where do they go from here? And then when I was in the theater watching Far From Home, and I saw that scene where Mysterio is just like messing with Peter, I was like, oh, there's still a lot of gas left in the tank for the MCU. This is incredible. So, oh yeah. All right, so good pick. pick. Good pick. I sound a little disappointed there. <laughs> <laughs> no, little... it's interesting. Go ahead, Trey. 
Oh, I thought you were you mentioned me being disappointed. <laughs> no, no, I thought Tara was disappointed on, <laughs> for for that one being gone. You know, looking at these lists, it, it just reminds me how much I really love all of these movies. So there's really no cause for disappointment other than just just not necessarily this going the way I thought it was going to go, <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting. It's an interesting thought experiment. All right. So let's see. I have two and I have, let's see, one, two, I have four more categories. Okay. I'm going to go Captain America Civil War. Nice. Good pick. In the 2015-2016. Sorry if you were eyeing that one, Trey. But then again, I it's okay. <laughs> I've been I've been bullying you a lot, so I'll, I'll take this this one. <laughs> um, well, you have Winter Soldier, so I think it's only fair if I get Civil War. It makes sense. It, it's 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 like uh, oh god, I always try and make this reference, but Harry Potter, like two of the feathers and the wands. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then, what is the move here? I I like what you said before, Jude, about you know looking at. At the end, we're going to each have this list of eight movies. And like, is this a list of eight movies that really captures a little bit of everything that I love about <laughs> the MCU? And so far, I'm, I'm really feeling that about my list, maybe with the exception of Iron Man 2. But <laughs> <laughs> I think... Well, you can see that one movie and all the connections to the rest. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I think my next move is going to be 2018 Black Panther. Ooh, nice. Good choice. So this doesn't take your pick, Jude, but that does mean that yours here is going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp. What are your feelings on that movie? I don't know if we've talked about it. Well, I'll just say, like, I, for whatever reason, I was in the a bad headspace whenever the original Ant-Man came out. So it was like one of the first MCU movies. It's like, ah, I don't know if I really cared for that. Eventually came back around to it and liked it. But because of that weird first step of the first Ant-Man, it made me love Ant-Man and the Wasp that much more because it was just like from the get-go a thoroughly good experience. So I, I really enjoy uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And it, it set up the, well, not set it up, but it explained a lot more of the quantum realm, which has been playing a huge, yeah. huge piece in the MCU. Very true. Yeah, I, I really enjoy both movies, Ant-Man, Ant-Man, and the Wasp. Um, I like that we got to see the Wasp and her skill set because while it's similar, it's still very different from Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. It gives us Jimmy Woo, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, you know, and I love uh, Luis. I love his character. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, like, I, I am not disappointed with that. Ant-Man and the Wasp is something, and I realize that among the fan base, it's kind of... Some people really like it. Some people really don't. Uh, but I'm one of the ones that really like this movie. Yeah, I chose Black Panther, but Ant-Man and the Wasp has the some excellent, excellent scenes that really stand out. And um, it also has a really rewatchable feel. So yeah. no bad yeah. choice well, in 2018. Well, I loved good- the pod that you did with your, your parents. Yeah. And that oh, that was so good. That was really, yeah. really fun. And and that experience too of of doing it with them is something that made me appreciate it a little bit more as well. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now Black Panther's a fantastic pick. I, that's probably I might make a case that that's the best movie of all the MCU. It's not like my because when I start putting a list and when I, when I think about the list, I think about what I rewatch over and over again. 
But if I if I want to make a list and order them as like the craft of filmmaking and you know in in a and just a good cinema, a good film, I think Black Panther is the best one. Yeah, I think Black Panther has that appeal to it where some people that I know who aren't necessarily interested in MCU were still interested in seeing Black Panther. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of speaks to what you're saying, dude, just like that appeal as a a good movie that is not necessarily um a good superhero movie. And and for some people that distinction might be important. I, what's interesting about Black Panther, I actually and I've heard a lot of people share that it's not among their most rewatchable, but Black Panther is one of my more rewatched of the MCU movies. I there's something about the the score and the, oh, the score's visuals mm-hmm. that I find mm-hmm. it very comforting uh, despite, you know, maybe some of the heaviness of the the content. It's something that for me, like I can, I can put Black Panther on and just like go into that world of Wakanda and and yeah. just love it there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the the rare later films in the MCU where it feels standalone. Which, yeah. as as oh, MCU yeah. fans, obviously we love the connection because that's what's what's kept us invested. But if it's astounding when Marvel can take these entries and make them be like an open invitation to Mm -hmm. people who may not be in it yet and then bring them in. And it just makes that community that much more rich. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a really special film. That might be just looking at the list from there on out. That might be the last standalone movie. And, and I realized Captain Marvel, but I, I still feel like there's a lot that you gain in watching Captain Marvel from knowing uh, other previous Nick stuff is it the Tesseract and, yeah. yeah Fury mm-hmm. Coulson Tesseract and and you gain so much by knowing that whereas like that's not really necessary for Black Panther mm-hmm. yeah all right Trey what are you thinking next pick oh man man they I know I keep saying this every time it comes back to my turn but they get that much more stressful as you get further into this I think for my next pick I'm going to go with 2015 2016 Avengers Age of Ultron. And I know this one gets flack. Um, To me, it's like what Jude was saying with Iron Man 2. It has gotten better Mm -hmm. over time just because of the echoes of storylines that started from this point. Mm -hmm. You you got the Tony-Steve split. Even though they they reconciled a bit by the end, you know, it led us into Civil War. Uh, You got Hulk and Thor on their quest, which gets us Ragnarok. Um, It's just, it's it's a really good... Nexus in the MCU, if I can yeah. borrow some words from Loki. So yeah, I, I really, really get and I enjoy this pick. Yeah, I agree. I've come to appreciate Ultron more and more. It, it, Ultron's a great villain. Uh, of course, you have Wanda and Vision in that movie, and mm-hmm. it's uh, as you said, it, it's something that cannot, despite the fact that it's it's often like the Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame are kind of considered to be all among the best of these in many ways um, for many people. And Ultron is not always in that conversation, but at the same time, it's more and more with the MCU. You you just can't ignore it. It's incredibly important (laughs) to the overall story. Uh, Oh yeah. Trey, you only get one pick there. Yeah. Trey's in the middle. You know, Trey, as you said that this gets tougher and tougher. Uh huh. This one has probably been the toughest pick that I've had. (laughs) Cause it, cause it's reached a point of, uh, of of realizing once I pick something that I would lose out on something else elsewhere. 
Mm-hmm. No pressure. No, no pressure at all. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to actually take... This might sound crazy. I'm going to take Thor. Interesting. Um, and mainly because I remember the first time I watched Thor. Hey, the first time I watched Thor, it was to get ready for Avengers because I hadn't seen it yet. So it's like I went to time. Wow. <laughs> I went to Blockbuster and rented it <laughs> and watched it. Um, but I, I just remember being so impressed with that they, they, did a really good job of like, I'm taking this seriously, but I also realized this is Thor mm-hmm. and, and found a way to, to take it serious, but, but, but understand what it was, you know? Um, and Thor probably has the same. And like, if, if, and when Trey and I get to it in terms of review, probably has the similar problems that Captain America had the first Avenger from the standpoint of like there it'll felt like oh we need to get this character off the ground so we can do avengers mm-hmm. as opposed to say you know ragnarok um or even uh, thor the dark world that's a category of its own uh, <laughs> but i i remember liking that a lot so so i'll grab that one before you make your second pick jude uh trey how do you feel about having captain america the first avenger really excited uh i i purposely avoided this section because i don't think i could could have gone wrong either way um like jude mentioned we haven't done a review on it yet but some of the other topic-based episodes we've done we've learned things like feige mentioning that the most important decision that they considered in the early days was casting hemsworth and hiddleston for thor and loki um specifically because this was the mcu's branch into the fantastical side so if that would have fallen on my plate i would have been happy with that but having captain america the first avenger outside being the fanboy (laughs) what i learned and appreciated on our review episode is thor and captain america really are a one-two punch of the Mm -hmm. mcu's ambition because Thor may have introduced the fantastical side, but Captain America came back and kept that fantastical side, but grounded it in reality of World War II. So for example, with Schmidt using like the magic and stuff like that to inspire or to to further his advancements. I don't know. It it felt like a real genius move on the MCU's part. So I'm happy with my pick. Yeah, I've I've never thought of it that way before about that one-two punch and the fantastical and then the grounding. That's really interesting, Trey. (laughs) Yeah. So, Jude, what's your next pick here? My next pick, and I'm surprised it lasted this long, I'm going to go with Avengers Endgame. This has been one yeah, of the biggest I, surprises for me, too, is how Endgame was on the board for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't it's, expect it to drop that far. Yeah, it's the the Aaron Rodgers of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike I Steve Rodgers, I did not understand that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, when he came out of Cal, he was projected a first round pick, and he slid into the into the twenties out of thirty two picks. And everybody expected him to go a lot higher, and then he's gone on to potentially a Hall of Fame career. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. Endgame was one that I considered taking very early on because mm-hmm. it's also in my you know absolute top three favorite of all of these movies but then looking at that category i also have so much love for 
Spider-Man Far From Home and for Captain Marvel, which is what I've ended up with here. And that I almost kind of just wanted to see what would happen. And I, (laughs) as much as Avengers Endgame is absolutely incredible for what it means to the MCU, I am a very big fan of Captain Marvel, (laughs) the movie and the character. And I I love the feel of Captain Marvel. I love the 90s. I love the soundtrack. I love the flurkin. De-aged Nick Fury. I can't complain. It's a great movie. Yeah. Well, I I was in a position where, like you, I, if I ended up with Captain Marvel, I would have been perfectly fine. I love that movie, but I've already picked in the category of the upcoming. Both of y'all have y'all's picks in 2013 and 2014, and so there was no real pressure to pick between those two movies because mm-hmm. y'all aren't going to pick from there. So that's why I went with with Endgame. But I I'm yeah. with you. I could have been really happy with Captain Marvel. So Trey, it's back to you and it looks like the one category that you need to pick in is the upcoming slate. So with my last pick, I'm going to go with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And I think, yeah. And I think even if Spider-Man would have been on the board, I I thought about it for a long time. I still would have gone with Shang-Chi. That second trailer that came out, uh, I don't know. It has me really, really excited. And um, we saw shots of, you know, Abomination and Wong coming in, which is an added layer to it. Um, We talked about in one of our reaction videos, we saw that uh, there's a layer of Shang-Chi's connection with his mother that seems really interesting. But I think the thing that drove me to it the most is that since the combat in Shang-Chi seems to be very hand-to-hand and close combat, it will feel and not to put too much pressure on it but it might feel a little reminiscent to what i loved about winter soldier so much was that visceral mm-hmm. hand-to-hand combat so mm-hmm. i i'm just really excited for that one so that's where i'm going with that i honestly expect you to go with the eternals really yeah I don't, i'm excited for the eternals i don't know it, it, it just something about shang chi is speaking to me right now and a, a lot of it is that momentum off that second trailer so so i'm with you trey and i was thinking about taking Shang-Chi in this category as well. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> that being said, I there I still have two excellent choices here for my last pick mm-hmm. between Black Widow and The Eternals. And in many respects like The Eternals feels so exciting because it is breaking totally new ground for the MCU and it feels completely like it, it could be something like unlike what we've seen before and I'm really intrigued by it and I'm really excited for it. But as I said before, it's July 6th. We're finally getting Black Widow later this week. <laughs> and I can't not choose Black Widow here at this moment because I'm just so genuinely pumped to finally see this movie. And I'm happy with how having Black Widow rounds out my roster. So I'm going to take Black Widow. And then we, Trey, you don't have any other choices to make, right? I do not. So right. then Jude has to tell us where he's going to land in the 2013-2014 category between Iron Man 3 and Thor The Dark World. Uh, I'm going to go with Iron Man 3. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Iron Man 3 is probably top five MCU movie for me. Yeah. And and I know a lot of people don't like it. They didn't like the Mandarin reveal. I just... My dad and I saw that in the theater, and I just remember loving every minute of it. So, it's a good pick, and I, I really enjoyed um, 
hearing you guys talk about that movie because I know it, it's one that both of you uh, enjoyed a great deal, maybe more than other people give it credit for. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not shocked yeah, to w- see Thor the Dark World left on board. <laughs> 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 yes, that's not, that's not a surprise. I am kind of surprised Ant-Man didn't get picked up, but but that's, that's a tough year. Mm-hmm. I know. I, there is a part of me that's a little disappointed that Thor: The Dark World gets left, just because, like, much like what we talked about, Ultron and then Iron Man Two, it is one that I think has gotten better with time, especially with some of the connections in Endgame and now Loki. But it had a very steep mountain to climb to get yeah. back to people's good graces. Yeah. <laughs> so I will say this: if I didn't get Doctor Strange, I probably would have won Ant Man. Okay. Oh wow. So yeah. Yeah, I think looking at the way this played out, Doctor Strange is, I think, the one that I, I I regret missing out on the most. So that was a really, really good pick, Jude. Yeah, I still think Iron Man is the one that I, I regret, <laughs> I'm regretting missing out on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if yeah. I could go back and do it differently, I may have made that my, my first choice as opposed to the Avengers from 2012, but... Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard hard to go wrong with the the movie that proved the theory though. So that that's a really good pick. Yeah, I'm really excited yeah. to have it. That's true. Ideally I'd have yeah. both Iron Man and <laughs> but I don't know if it would have worked out that way. <laughs> All right. So let's run down and we will recap what we have here. So the ones that were left unchosen, as we said before, were Thor the Dark World in 2013, 2014. Ant-Man in 2015-2016, and Eternals in the 2021 upcoming slate, which is interesting because I know we are all excited about Eternals as well. But Yes, I'm really excited about this one. And I, I have to admit, I was hoping to get all the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like that's what you were all going right. for there for a minute. <laughs> it, it was, it was. I needed at least one. <laughs> And I don't have any Spider-Man here, which is uh, but well, you know what? I have Civil War though, so I, I feel like yes. I at least have a little bit of that. Spider-Man. I think that counts. I think yeah. that counts. The launching pad, exactly. All right. So to recap our rosters that we have here, I will go through and just read each of the movies on my list, and then Trey and Jude, you could do the same. So in the end, I ended up with Iron Man two, The Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy. Captain America Civil War, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Black Widow. My list is The Incredible Hulk, Thor, Iron Man 3, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Endgame, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, and my list is Iron Man, Captain America the First Avenger, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Avengers Age of Ultron, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Man, hearing them read out like that, it's all very balanced. We all have so many good picks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. In conclusion, the Infinity Saga was incredible, (laughs) and the upcoming movies all sound amazing as well. Can't wait. So... Any other thoughts going through the list? Anything that you, if we were to do this again, anything that you would rethink your strategy on? Hmm. Hmm. Rethink my strategy. I honestly, I'm glad I got Dr. Strange. I might not 
take it as early as I did. Okay. Um, only because that's a category with four movies. And I probably should have went after the the three category movies uh, up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big part of what I was aiming for was just like, okay, these are the ones with threes. Which are which movies are the ones I don't want to get stuck with? So that was like where I was <laughs> focusing on at the beginning. Which my joke answer, if I ever get to do this again, is just... I think I really enjoyed being the second pick. If I could choose being second pick was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I would rather not be first pick again. <laughs> but it's uh, it's okay. I ended up with the Avengers, which I really wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up with Thor Ragnarok, which I really wanted, Black Panther, and uh I, I feel pretty good about about my list. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm quite pleased with my list. Yeah. I will trade you. No, I'm just kidding. Are we doing <laughs> trades now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still eyeing that, that the the Spider Man sweep. But I... <laughs> now we all individually have to do a watch through of our personal list, Ooh. just to see. <laughs> That's the new. We have the Trey, TK, and Jude order now I that like you can it. watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah, sounds like a all good right. marathon to me. It mm-hmm. does. It does. I'm in. It might be a little confusing, confusing cohesion wise, but hey. <laughs> yeah. um, well, we are going to be posting our final lists on Instagram, Twitter. I know Trey and Jude, you guys have the Discord as well. Mm-hmm. So we yes. will set this up so that in any or all of those places, listeners can vote for which roster of MCU films they think is superior and it could really go anyway here. So it'll be interesting to see what our listeners think. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. genuinely curious to see which way that lands. Well, you know what? We started doing a poll for our show titles. Um, maybe, and just bring this on trade, maybe we can work something out or we can put our list up and have some voting on on what people think. That'd be great. All right. So look out for that poll uh, that I will post online. Trey and Jude will post online after this episode drops. And Jude and Trey, thank you so much for doing this experiment in MCU Draft with me. I would love to do something like this again in the future. Maybe we can do different categories of movies or we can do characters. And I, the, I think it could be a lot of fun. characters sound fun. Yeah, yeah we'll have to develop something fun. for that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm. anytime you want to do one of these, I'm, I'm game. This is really, yes. really fun. <laughs> thank you so much for thinking of us. Yeah. Yeah, this was a blast. And in the meantime, please remind listeners where they can find you and your show online. Yeah, so we do a weekly show that we publish on Mondays, and it's available on most podcatchers. Uh, You can find us on social media at MCU Need to Know, or uh, a great place to find all of those links is mcuneedtoknow.com. Thank you for being open-minded and down to, to try this out. If you enjoyed this MCU movie draft, you can follow the podcast at anidea underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Trey and Jude's podcast, MCU Need to Know, is at MCU Need to Know on all social media. Artwork was designed by Brooke Pender, who you can follow at B Pender Illustrations on Instagram, and music by Demeter Salvia, who you can find on Bandcamp. Thank you for listening. 
And stay tuned next week for part one of my analysis of Black Widow with Madam Amy of the Marvelous Madams podcast.